Hey, you're listening to Guat Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, you got it, say it with me, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is Season 16, Episode 343, Title, Genesis, the Beginning of Creation. Subtitle, Miniseries Creation Matters, Staying Grounded in the Storms of Life. And starting off, you may say, Kenny, why are you talking about creation at this point? and time. Look at the condition of the world. And against that backdrop, I say, it's as important as it's ever been for us to know where we came from, how we got here, and why God has placed us here. There are so many people that have let go of the idea of a literal six days of creation and a seventh day of rest, that it is paramount for us to be able to weather the storms of life, to know that we have been placed here by the Creator God with specific intentionality. And I'm going to get into that. But I want to thank you for listening to this podcast mini-series on the captivating theme of creation in the Bible. In this exploration, we'll journey through the ancient texts that lay the foundation for our understanding of how the world came into being. The concept of creation is woven intricately into the fabric of various religious and cultural stories. That's true. But in this series, we will focus specifically on its significance within the pages of the Bible, the historical, accurate, truthful account that is at the core of all other historical creation accounts. And let me say right here, I'm not going to take time to read the book of Genesis or the first two chapters, which are fundamental. I want to leave that to you. Take the time, go to your Bible, read the first two chapters of Genesis, have that understanding in your own mind, and then listen to this podcast. This is a 50,000 foot overview. I'm not going to get involved into the exegesis of the passage, which I could do, the purpose of this podcast is to re-engage the truth that we are created in God's image. He has a specific plan for each of us, and that plan stands regardless of what's going on in our environment around us. It gives us hope to face every day. The opening chapters of the book of Genesis serve as our starting point. Here we encounter a poetic and profound description of the origins of the universe, the earth, and all life forms. But beyond mere logistics of creation... These verses carry deep theological implications that have shaped religious thought for millennia. And I want to remind you that the highest form of communication in the Hebrew language was in the form of poetry. And so the way that the book of Genesis is, is constructed, it has profound significance and an important message. And this series will delve into the theological significance of God's role as the ultimate creator. We'll explore the intricate process of how the world was meticulously brought into existence over the span of seven days, each day marked by divine intentionality. That is a key word, divine intentionality. From the separation of light and darkness to the formation of the seas and land, every act of creation is imbued with purpose. So I invite you to stay with us as we unravel the threads of wisdom, symbolism, and contemplation woven into the very beginning of the Bible. I want to invite you to journey with me into the heart of creation and its lasting impact on the beliefs and perspectives of countless generations. In the tapestry of creation narratives, no other text and account are as foundational and captivating as the book of Genesis. As we dive into this episode, we embark on a journey through the ancient Hebrew scriptures to uncover the significance of Genesis as the starting point for understanding creation in the Bible. The book of Genesis, which translated means beginnings or origins, introduces us to the grand narrative of creation. It serves both as an introduction to the entire biblical narrative and a profound exploration of humanity's relationship with the divine. 
This book is a compilation of stories, genealogies, and accounts that lay the groundwork for the theological and ethical themes that will unfold throughout the entire scripture, the Bible. At the heart of Genesis lies the first two chapters where the creation story unfolds in poetic language. The opening chapter paints a vivid picture of the universe taking shape, light emerging from darkness, land from water, and creatures from the earth. This rhythmic narrative evokes a sense of order, purpose, and design in the act of creation. The second chapter zooms in to offer a more intimate view of the creation of man. Here we encounter the iconic story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, bringing to the forefront questions of free will, temptation, and the consequences of human choices. But the book of Genesis is not just a collection of stories. It provides a foundation for understanding God's role as the creator and sustainer of the world. It invites us to contemplate our place within the created world, our connection to the earth, and our responsibility as stewards of creation. As we explore the rich tapestry of Genesis, we'll uncover not only its theological depth, but also its relevance for contemporary discussions such as ethics and our understanding of humanity's purpose. My friend, I want to point out to you that the concept of God as creator forms the cornerstone of many religious traditions which points to a common awareness across civilizations and cultures to the reality of the creation account, which launches the Bible, and it is fundamental to a Christian worldview. The belief that God created the heavens and the earth is the first non-negotiable doctrine in biblical Christianity. In the book of Genesis, we witness God's creative power and action as the source of all that exists. This portrayal of God as the architect of the universe underscores the idea that everything we see, touch, and experience is the result of divine craftsmanship. The touch of divine craftsmanship visible at every level of creation, from the micro to the macro, emphasizes the inherent value and purpose of creation. The universe is not a random accident. It is intentionally brought into being by a loving and purposeful God who is the Creator. This understanding challenges us to view the world around us with awe and reverence, recognizing the fingerprints of God in every facet of existence. Furthermore, the concept of God as Creator invites us to reflect on our relationship with Him as Creator God. As the ones created by God, we find ourselves in a unique position of dependence and responsibility. We are called to acknowledge our place within the grand narrative of creation and to embrace our role as stewards of the earth and its inhabitants. The theological understanding of God as Creator also raises questions about the nature of reality and the limits of human understanding. It prompts us to ponder the mysteries of existence, the origins of life, and the purpose of our journey in this world. Through the lens of faith, we will take in the breathtaking grandeur of galaxies and the intricate complexity of life forms and gain a better understanding of the profound connection between God and the world He created. The story of creation in the book of Genesis unfolds over the course of seven days, each marked by divine pronouncements and creative acts. This structuring of creation into a week underscores the concept of order, a deliberate and intentional unfolding of the universe. It's as if God were an artist meticulously crafting a masterpiece layer by layer. On the first day, light emerges from darkness, heralding the dawning of creation itself. This initial act of separation sets the stage for the subsequent days, with each new creative act building upon the last. Water and sky, land and vegetation, celestial bodies, all are brought forth with a sense of purpose and design. 
The fourth day witnesses the creation of the sun, moon, and stars, marking the passage of time and seasons. This celestial choreography reflects a grand design, where every element plays a vital role in the functioning of the cosmos. The creation of living creatures on the fifth and sixth days demonstrates a progression from simple to complex life forms. The seas teem with marine life, while the skies are filled with birds. Finally, the land becomes home to various animals, each created after its own kind. And at the pinnacle of this creative crescendo, man steps onto the stage, uniquely made in the image of God. Throughout this story, the themes of order and purpose resound loudly. The creation account isn't a haphazard collection of events. It's a symphony of intentionality. Each day builds upon the last, and each element fits into a broader ecosystem that reflects the Creator's wisdom. As we explore the seven days of creation, let's think about the beauty of order in the natural world and the purpose inherent in every living thing. From the tiniest organisms to the grandeur of the cosmos, each aspect of creation has a role to play in this cosmic tapestry. The creative act of God is marked by the seventh day of rest. This establishment of intentional rest is a vital part of the creative week and was elevated as a key component of successful human living with the codification of it in the fourth commandment of the Ten Commandments. This story is told to us in Exodus chapter 20, verses 8-11, through 11, where it says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You are to labor six days and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You must not do any work, you, your son or daughter, your male or female servant, your livestock, or the resident alien who is within your city gates. For the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and everything in them in six days. Then he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and declared it holy. In the book of Genesis, the creation of humanity is the crowning creation achievement. After the universe has been meticulously formed, the life teems in the seas and on the land, God fashions the first man from the dust of the earth. This act carries a weighty symbolism, highlighting man's connection to the earth and his dependence on the Creator. Yet, what sets human beings apart is that God determined to make man in his image and breathe into him the breath of life. The fact that humans are made in the image of God and not evolved from primates has spurred major theological contemplation for generations. This fundamental act of creation explains to us all why the teaching of Charles Darwin is a direct attack on the Creator God of the universe and an attempt to dismantle His watch and care over us. His efforts are futile, but the damage done to humanity through His heretical teaching is devastating. When a person is taught that they are just an animal, though as advanced as they may be, they begin to live down to the bottom rung of their existence. Creation says value. Darwinism says dispensable. Survival of the fittest. Elimination of the weakest. Darwinism opens the doors for an Adolf Hitler to exist and exterminate people deemed to be a drag on the gene pool. Being made in the image of God carries with it a remarkable responsibility. It means that humans are called to reflect divine attributes such as love, creativity, and compassion within the world. We are not just passive inhabitants of creation. We are ordained by God as stewards entrusted with the ethical imperative to care for the earth and its inhabitants. But my friend, mark this down. It is one thing that we carry with us an imperative to care for the earth and its inhabitants. It's another thing as the caretakers of the earth to elevate the earth to deity, to something to be worshipped. However, this unique role also presents challenges. The story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden serves as a cautionary reminder to us of our capacity for both good and evil. 
Our free will, a gift from the Creator, gives us the power to shape the world for His good or to detour into evil and bring about destruction. As we reflect on the creation of man in the image of God, we need to take seriously the potential for virtuous acts of good and the moral responsibility that comes with it. In the words of Zach Williams's song, Less Like Me, may we be in this world that God created that he loves so much that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sin. May we be a little more like mercy, a little more like grace, a little more like kindness, goodness, love, and faith, a little more like patience, a little more like peace, a little more like Jesus, and a little less like me. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.